Hello and welcome to the podcast, A New African Mind, hosted by me, Petrina Eduse. You can find me as MBS Care on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for great and helpful tips and tools about mental health. In the last episode, we talked about how we develop our sense of self, how it has to do with our biology, our upbringing, and our environment. And I promised that I was going to talk about how to develop a secure sense of self and self-worth. And so let's jump right into it. While we are growing up as little kids, um, we learn to develop our worth or feel a sense of value based on the types of reactions that we get from those around us. So this is based on acceptance, approval, and attention. So as time goes on, the more of these things we get, the more value we place on the choices and decisions that we make. So for example, if a baby does something and a parent laughs, you find that the baby tends to repeat that behavior because there's some value in what they're doing and they're getting approval, they're getting attention, and they're getting acceptance from it. And this continues throughout our lives. When we go to class, being able to perform well is a form of validation that we get. You're doing well. You have use in the society, right? Um, if you are the kind of person who can make people laugh in class and become the class clown, you derive value from that. If you are the person who is notoriously an I don't care person, um, I make fun of the teacher, I get punished, and then you see your classmates kind of egg you on and they're like, wow, you're so brave and you're so daring. For us, it's a form of acceptance. Even people who say, I don't care what people think about me. Knowing that people know that I don't care what people think about me is a certain form of validation. So we grow up to base our worth on things like grades, physical appearance, money, popularity, how funny we are, the jobs that we have, the relationship status that we have, a car, house, etc. And all of these things are external. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with these things. However, when you build your sense of self on something that is external to you, somebody will always have more of that than you. There will always be something that someone else has more of than you. With the exception of, I guess, maybe Bill Gates or whoever the richest man in the world is, that person will never walk into a room with someone, well, not never, but at this point in time, that person will not walk into a room where there's someone who's richer than them. However, they might walk into a room and there's someone or there are people there who are, by society standards, more attractive, people who are funnier, right? People who are more interesting. There will always be something that somebody has more of than you. And that is the danger in placing your value and your self-worth and your confidence on external things. It's shaky based on the environment that you're in. So you could be the person who, the first person in your entire family to go to college and you feel so good. Your family is always, you know, bigging you up to other people and stuff like that. And then you meet someone that you want to settle down with and get married to. And in that person's family, the lowest degree anybody has that the family's complaining about is a master's degree. Your, your self-confidence is likely to take a dip. Because for you, the first person to go to college in your family, this was like bragging rights. But in this setting, what is there to brag about? Same way you might be the in, in your class. Oh, you are the most attractive person. Oh, she's so pretty. Oh, he's so handsome. And then you go away to 
boarding school or you go away to college or university and you're seeing that there are multiple people out there who are getting more attention than you because they are, by society standards, more attractive than you are. So I want you to think about this. If you can, take a piece of paper and a pen and write down what you have based your worth on. If someone is to ask you, why should we listen to you? Or when you walk into a room, why should anybody pay any mind to you? What are the things you would list? Would you list how intelligent you are, how funny you are, the, the level of education that you have? Will you list the fact that you come from a prominent family? Will you list the fact that you, you came from grass to grace? Or would you be able to say, Nobody has to pay attention to me if they don't want to. I'm fine just as I am. Now, again, this varies based on the context, right? So if I'm giving a talk on mental health, why people should listen to me like you're doing right now is because I have training and certification in mental health. I have experience in mental health. So that gives me credibility. That is different. But if you choose not to listen to me, that doesn't shake my sense of self-worth or who I am as a person. I'm secure in who I am. So I could walk into a room with professors, emeritus. I could walk into a room with authors who have been published over and over again and not feel small because that doesn't determine my self-worth. I'm happy to learn from people who know more than I do. I'm happy to share what I know with people who may not know as much as I do in the field. But who I am is not what I know and what I can do. I am worthy just as I am. And so what happens is that as we continue to seek validation from others, we don't look within. And so we always depend on other people for validation. Our coworkers, our bosses, our friends, our romantic partners. And now more so than ever, social media likes and comments. Oh, and followers. Unfortunately, we won't always get this validation that we seek. And when we don't, we start to feel worthless. We start to feel valueless. We start to feel down about ourselves. So this episode is for us to start shifting the way we think, to start shifting ideas about self-worth, to start to understand that inherently we are worthy. Let me use this analogy that I, I, I find very useful and has really helped shape the way I think about myself. And it's about gold ore. Has anyone ever seen gold ore when it's taken from the Earth's crust or wherever it's, it's mined from? Listen, if you've seen that thing before, before it's been purified and cleaned and made, you know, shiny, you would walk right past it. Gold ore that has been mined from the Earth's crust is, excuse me to say, unattractive. There's nothing to write home about it. It looks like a regular rock. But imagine if I own a mining company, right? And I own a mine or I own multiple mines and you're my friend and I come to you and I say, just because I care about you and I love you and I have this in abundance, I want to give this to you. So as your friend, I come and I give you this rock that is worth 3 million cities, 3 million naira, 3 million CFR, 3 million shillings, 3 million rand, dollars, euros, whatever it is, right? It's worth a ton of money and I give it to you, but it's in the or state. But me handing it to you, you know that huh, this this is the real deal because I own the mines. I have an abundance, right? And then you go to another person and then you are like, hey, look, I have this 
rock and it's worth so much money and you know i want to share it with you and the person looks at it and goes this ugly rock please i'm not interested in it and you're like no it's gold it's worth this amount and the person says you can't fool me please most of us will not even waste our time trying to convince this person that this rock is valuable because it's like it's your loss i know what i have and your inability to know it's worth or see it's worth or believe me that it's worthy, that's your loss. And so you're walking, you know, by the street and accidentally this rock even falls in a gutter with a lot of gunk and icky stuff in it. You would go down on your knees and put your hand in that gunk and pull out that rock, right? You won't say, oh my gosh, that is so icky. No, I, my hand is not going to go in there. It's, it's fine. The rock can go. No, you will salvage it. Because you know its value. And when you pull it out and it has like green or black stuff on it. Sorry if I'm grossing anybody out by the way. (laughs) But if it has like so many dirty things on it. It doesn't change your knowledge of the fact that this rock is worth a lot of money. This rock is valuable. All I have to do is clean it and get the stuff off. And you treat that rock with respect. You don't treat it anyhow. Just because it has all these impurities in it and it hasn't been refined yet doesn't mean that you'll just leave it on the floor or you'll allow anybody to like throw it around or play around with it because of its value despite its imperfect state and imperfect in quotes and so i want you to now start to think of yourself as this three million whatever currency rock call it god if you're religious call it the universe call it whatever it is in in its infinite abundance put you on this planet with so many wonderful things inside of you. The source of you is abundant, abundant in intelligence, abundant in knowledge, abundant in love, in kindness, whatever it is, right? And shares this abundance in you and puts you on this planet for whatever reason. But you come into this planet with very flawed people who were here before you. And through no fault of theirs, they have also been through certain cycles. So you're born into this world and you are shaped by the people who exist in this world. And a lot of us are shaped by people who don't even know their worth themselves. And so now you're shaped based on validation. When you do the right thing, oh, good boy, good girl. Then you start to think about yourself in terms of good and bad. If I do this, I'm good. If I do this, I'm bad. If I do well in school, I'm this. I'm intelligent. I'm this. I'm that. If I don't do well in school, then I'm not intelligent. However, the measure of intelligence is not how well you do in school. Because a lot of schools don't even accommodate different types of learners. So you grow up saying things to yourself, oh, as for me, I'm not smart. Oh, as for this person, they are good at math. Oh, as for me, I'm bad at math. Because this is what you've been told. And this is what you begin to believe about yourself. So you go on in life to continue to believe that your worth is derived from what you can do for people, how well you perform, how entertaining you are, or how good you look, and much more. But remember, if you are this gold ore, it's not about how shiny you are in comparison to a gold ring, for instance. Your value, that the, the, the rock's value, that ore's value may far exceed the gold, shiny gold ring somebody has on. But because the other one looks shiny and the gold ore looks like, ugh, Nah, you wouldn't throw your rock away to say, oh, this, this thing doesn't look good. Let me, let me exchange it for something more shiny. No, you know its inherent value and you are inherently valuable. It doesn't matter what you have done. It doesn't matter what you haven't done, what you have achieved or not achieved. It doesn't matter who you're with, what family you come from, 
how you look by society standards. Inherently, just as you are, you are perfect. And so these impurities on the rock and in the rock have been, have been put on it or in it by natural processes in the environment. And it's the same with us. The beliefs we have about ourselves, the self-deprecation, the looking down on ourselves, the not having boundaries, the doing things that we feel dishonor us just so that we can be accepted, the trauma we've experienced, the abuse we have experienced, the things we have done to people that are unkind. All these have added impurities to who we are. But it doesn't change our value. It doesn't change our worth. Remember, when the rock fell in the gutter and had all those things around it, it didn't change the value of the rock because you would pick it up knowing that, listen, this thing is still three million whatever currency. And so no matter what you have been through and no matter what you have done, you still have value. You can be a divorcee. You can be single at the age of 40-something, 50-something, 30-something, whatever age. You could be childless or with child or with children. (laughs) You could be tall, short, dark skin, light skin, have acne, have perfect skin, have PhDs, have no formal degree at all. You are valuable just as you are. And when you know your value, you will not trade yourself in. You will not trade your values. You will not dishonor yourself just to fit what society believes is valuable. I want you to like sit with this and simmer in this thought and understand this for yourself first, for those around you. And if you have kids or decide that you want to have kids, it's important to know this for yourself and about yourself so you can transfer this to them, that your kids are valuable just as they are. Your brothers are valuable just as they are. Your sisters are valuable just as they are. Your parents are valuable just as they are. There are impurities. There are things that, yes, we have to take steps to start to get rid of the impurity. If we have anger issues, go for therapy or learn anger management techniques that will help us. If we have a tendency to lie, start taking steps to become more honest. If we have done things to offend people, apologize to them and start to change our behavior. If we've accepted negativity and and insults and discrimination from people and haven't had boundaries, we can begin to learn how to do that. We can begin to learn to start processing ourselves and refining ourselves the way you would the gold ore so that all its beauty and luster can shine for others to enjoy it. And mind you, even after doing that, some people don't like gold. Some people don't like silver. Some people don't like diamond right? So even after you've done all the work and you feel, oh, I'm a great person, I'm in a great space, and it feels like there are some people who still don't accept you, that is fine. Because at that point, you realize that, listen, I have built a secure sense of self and self-worth. I'm valuable just as I am. There might be impurities that need working on, but I'm worthy and I'm valuable. And you have to affirm this. Affirmations are so powerful. And in another episode, I will explain to you why affirmations work. There is a biological basis of it, how our brains work. So affirm that you are valuable, you are worthy, despite not having what it is you think you should have, you are worthy. Despite someone feeling as though you are not good enough, you are worthy. The key thing is for you to believe that about yourself first. You can never get it from other people. Because it will be a momentary fix. 
And if the person is not there, or if the person changes their mind, oops, our self-worth plummets. No. You build a secure sense of self-worth when you are secure in who you are and you accept yourself unconditionally first. And any steps you take towards self-improvement is just part of the refining process that doesn't alter your value. So I really want you to think about this. Think of yourself as the gold ore. Think about the things that you have based your self-worth on and start to affirm that you are valuable even without those things. I hope this message helps just one person out there. And I wish you peace and unconditional love. Thank you.